Okay, looks like we're there. Test, test, test. Are we here? Are we here? Aha. I think we're here. Oh, I guess we are here. All righty. Welcome to, you know, everything goes. Everything goes. <laughs> anyway, I decided to do a show. Uh, what I did over the weekend is I took a lot of the things we did in this format and I put it on a pod bean yesterday and there was a lot on that pod bean um, that I touched on and um, I put in there the DNA and RNA. I hope everybody got that and I hope everybody was sharing that with everybody. Hey, Salma, you made it. Look at that. Wow, that's three in a row for you. Woohoo! <laughs> Hey, even Solutions for Mankind is here. Now, everyone needs to give Yanni kudos for that video he made because that is going to be an eye-opener for all of you. It is. It was well done, you know, well done. And I think, like I said, um, for those of you who do not know, Anything about nano or what, how, you know, how it is and how, you know, where it is and stuff like that. Um, I'm going to put the, now, this data that I'm putting in the chat or in this live chat um, is also on, hey, Virginia, look at that, all you guys here, look at this. Now, you look, now, again, the links are there. Now, if you can't copy them with the control, um, the control shift five command, that will take a picture. Now, the, the links are all also on yesterday's Podbean. Okay. Now, you got several ways to get at Yanni's video here. So everyone can get. You can get it on Rumble. You can get it on the tiny URL. Did I? Because I what I did is I. Downloaded it, made a copy, uh, a, a record. So uh, I put it on there as well as a separate as a separate thing. You can get it on YouTube. Uh, I believe you can get it on BitChute too. I forget now if we put it on there or not. But anyway, it's there. And I think everybody should go watch it. Everybody should go watch this so you can understand and get an idea how you have been biologically, genetically, and epigenetically assaulted and how you're mutating without any choice. Oh, it's on boot. Okay, cool. It's on BitChute as well. So check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. I cannot uh, encourage you more to go and check it out. It's on the Aramac channel on BitChute. Go look at it. Okay. This way, when you see these... Goofy, goofy, goofy allopaths who don't know how to wipe their arse if you showed them where their arsehole was. You can now see what you're really dealing with. And the assembly and the self-replication and the self-preparing of these this biotech that you've been that you've been exposed through just by breathing the air. Just by eating the food you're eating. Hey, where where's Waldo? How you doing? 
Okay, so again, I'm encouraging you all to go and look at that. Now, what he is showing as a reminder is he is showing you what people have disengaged from their bodies. You don't just take this out. You have to disengage it, okay? That that has to be done. All righty. Sherry, what's your access so I can tell people about where how to get a hold of you? So, you know, we can put it in here. Hey, Dublin, how you doing? Uh, or either that or post uh, post your information in the, in the uh, chat so people can get a hold of you. All right, now Sherry is in here as well, and she's also going to be doing consultations so that you can get a hold of her as well. Okay, Sherry at simply synced or cinched.com. Okay, got a bunch of people in the group here. You got Yanni, you got Sherry, myself, and everyone in the group has been working together in regarding to, again, showing you what you are actually being assaulted with. Now, as I was explaining, this technology doesn't just come out. You can't use any kind of clay to get it out. That's bullshit. Even SCS will not get it out until you disengage it. What you're seeing here is technology disengaging this stuff. And then as people take baths or using whatever, buckets or whatever, they are you're seeing the end result of a disengaged technology. Um www.simply okay cool you can go to sherry's site get a hold of her you got a couple people that are doing um consoles fiona's doing them sherry's doing so a lot of you women you know you're a little bit touchy about talking about some of your stuff and your genitals or whatever there's sherry you can talk to her about those things you know if you feel uncomfortable i believe fiona as well will help you out there too give you whatever advice that they can give you um Yanni will give you advice on tech stuff. You know, he'll help you out with the tech, help walk you through it. So you got four options to be consulted with. You got myself, Yanni, Sherry, Fiona. They're there. Okay. So I got to see if she's on here. Um... Give me a second. Fiona also has a couple of pages. So if you're not familiar, um, um, oops, what the hell happened here? This AI loves playing with my typewriter. All right. All righty. Okay. As soon as I get the information, I'll post it in the room here. But you have options now to get help on a lot of different uh, levels, a lot of different things. You know, um, uh, there you go. So 
There you go. And Yanni's put his stuff in here too. Uh, and he, again, if you need help with tech, Yanni's a go-to guy. I'm a go-to guy. If you need help with, again, health, you got Sherry, you got myself, you'll have Fiona but as soon as I get her data. So you'll have options. So a lot of, like I said, I talk to a lot of women. You know, I talk to them about a lot of different things. But again, if you're feeling uncomfortable talking to a man about certain elements of your health, you'll have some women there that you can talk to, that you can relate to. And then if you need to cry or do whatever, they're actually better at that than I am. So there you go. <laughs> you know. Um, all righty. We've got a lot of people popping in still. Okay, hold on. No, what's going on here? Okay, Andrew McClure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I I got your thing there, Yanni. She wants a a um uh what the hell a spike to remove stuff from people who've been injected. I wrote her. I wrote an email yesterday saying that um um. Uh, uh, again, not to use the technology. Okay, here we go. Okay. okay, if you want to get a hold of Fiona, I'm going to give you her information uh, for consults. Emails in here as well. So again, uh, Tracy, how you doing? Yeah, I know, but you know, sometimes <laughs> there are some women that like to cry and cry and cry, and I can only take so much of that. So. You guys are better and more adapted at it than I am. <laughs> you know. So, okay. Uh... Righty. So now, again, you got the information. Um for any kind of consult consultation. Fiona will help you with tech. Sherry will help you with tech as well. They're very, they're both up on it as well. Uh, you know, if they have any problems, if you have any more issues, she'll, um, if they got something that they can't handle or they don't know, they will pass you on to either myself or Yanni, but they're, they're more than adequate in regarding to helping with health and giving you advice with the tech as well. And it can also explain to you, um, uh, the, how the the results they even got, you know. So they, I mean, you're going to get people that have firsthand experience with this technology to remove uh, an epigenetic assault on their system. Okay. Uh, so again, there you go. Um, what's a good hydrochloric acid for copper chloride? Well, just go and get uh, stuff at the hardware store. I can't think what the heck it's called right off the bat, but it's uh, it's another. It has a different name, but it's the same stuff. That's all I'm using. Um, oh shit! What is it called? Oh, give me a second here. Now you got me on this. Um, give me a second.
I'm just trying to see what the heck. Muriatic acid. You can go into a hardware store and get something called muriatic acid, and it's the same thing as HCL. No different, you know. So that's what I use, and it seems to work fine. How many, how many drops of leukozyme should be used for hyperthyroidism? Uh, low amount, one or two drops, combining it with um, selenium. You're going to need selenium to regulate. Usually, hyperthyroidism can be a result of an even dietary thing. So, again, you must change your diet. So, very low amounts. Incorporate more selenium to regulate it. You may have a selenium. You may have a selenium deficiency. Yeah, muriatic acid. Yep. Okay. So, like I said, we had a lot on the show yesterday. If you had, didn't get a chance to listen to the pod bean, go there as well. Independence.podbean.com. And you will get uh, links, all kinds of links there that you may want to um, access. Uh, there's a lot of information there. Uh, we're, we've been talking about third strain DNA. We've been talking about higher entities, you know, uh, affecting us. We've been talking about a variety of different topics, how to block these EMFs or these electromagnetic assaults. We should call them what they are, EMAs, you know, electromagnetic assaults. So we need to realize that we're we're in a war, and this war is targeting us on many levels, many different uh, aspects, and many different levels. So, like I said, when we're looking at the um, um, what what's going on in this reality, this dimension, it's getting more inverted by the day. In there also, I, uh, I I played the other day the Catholic thing there with the priests singing praises to Lucifer. Those links are there as well. Okay? Those links are there as well. I think everybody needs to understand and start, start looking at studies in regarding to third strain DNA. Because this is the ultimate game to change our biology to no longer reflect the original template that it was based on. Okay, it's, it's being altered. Um, and we have to understand that in this alteration, we become less and less of what we are. And what I find interesting, you see all these guys and people talking in regarding to genetics and uh, bio biological hacking, you know, that in itself should tell people something. When they're saying that they're going to be biologically hacking, what are they saying? Are they going to go into your DNA without even you being aware of it? Are they going to bypass the body's immune system to hack your DNA? That's, they're telling you they're going to assault you. Imagine that. Imagine that. That they are going to assault you. And assault the very operating system that makes you who and what you are. Imagine that. Imagine how many people have taken these jabs and have had their whole DNA completely corrupted. Have had a third strain of DNA that has corrupted the other two strains. Has shut down major functions in the DNA that regulate the body, 
has now activated the DNA in order to further uh, manufacture from the body what isn't supposed to be manufactured. Now there's a debate about the spike protein. I have to kind of wonder with these medical people that we're seeing, again, what are they telling us? What are we really seeing? What is really going on? You know, and is the, are, they, are they another confusion? I was watching somebody yesterday, and they had some pretty good points. Uh, he was more or less asking questions in regard to um, specific things. I'm not sure if I got it here or not. Hold on. No. Let me see here. Probably took it off. Give me one second here. I'll see if I can find it. Um, the, um, maybe that's it. Hold on. Nope. That ain't it. Hello, guys. Okay. Oh. So today. Oh. Yeah, that's another thing there, too. Another. Uh, Truther was doing a video about radiation. And he decided to, he had a couple meters that could measure EMF frequencies. And so somebody was coming over that had been injected by these injections. So what he did was, well, <laughs> he's being a bit conniving, but that's okay. I get what he did. <laughs> Excuse me. He, um, while she was got her back turned to him on the couch, he decided to take a reading and she was off the chart. And when she left, he was still getting a reading. So these people are now emitting a kind of radiation that's also breaking down their DNA. Radiation, that's what radiation does. That's one of the reasons why you die from high exposures of radiation. So when we're, when he's explaining this, I can find this here. Uh, what I'll do is I'll do this. Uh -huh. See if I can find where he uh, have him just have him explain it to you. Alrighty. I'm just trying to find a place where he. Um, So he's uh, talking about the meters here. Anyway, I, I'll try to find this. Uh, uh, here we go. <laughs> it was conniving, I got to tell you. Brilliant genius, <laughs> but conniving. <laughs> it was hilarious what he did. I'm just, oh, here we go. Now. I'm going to play this, so pay attention. I'm, again, I'm cutting out a lot of it. I, I'll put the link in there so you can watch it. But yeah. I'm letting you see um, what he did. Give me a second. <laughs> All right. Okay, here we go. 
what you see right off the bat, you know, we go from an environment that was, you know, less than one microwatt um, per meter square. It's already maxed up to 51 microwatts per meter square. And that's, that's, that's radiation. That's energy coming off of one person. So there you go. You know, you, it's scientific method, you know, it's observable, it's measurable and it's repeatable. I'll put the link in here so you can see see what he did. But again, you may have meters and you may want to test some of the people that you're exposed to to see what they're emitting. Give me a second here. Boom. Okay, there you go. Uh, Charleston, Sherry. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. Uh, when you, I got the, I got the link in here so they can access the link, um, right there. So, uh, again, check it out, check it out, check it out. This is what they've done. This is how they've hijacked in of itself. The technology that they developed for these injections was designed to hop anyway. Okay. They were designed to hop from person to person. They were designed to infect you. When they took the jab, okay, and this and this technology is not is not new. They had this back in the early 1900s, 1920s, 1930s. Australia was using it to wipe out their rabbit population. So when we're looking at the the technology, it was on by itself designed to, again, infect you anyway. See, the difference between getting an infection that way and the, what they got, they got what they got into their DNA directly inserted. It was directly inserted. Just scroll up. You know, just scroll up. You'll see it. You can't miss it. It's it's right here at the bit shoot. You're not you're not that far well on my page, you're not that far away. Just scroll up, you'll see it. Bitshoot.com video QPER and you'll see the uh you'll see the link. You know. So like I said, you know, they they had us in mind to be terminated just by but why do you think they removed the mask? Why do you think they removed the restrictions? You know, um the um Taking away anything. Now they're taking away the ride can in Canada, but they're bringing in the digital ID. And as I stated on the show yesterday, $105 million went to the WEF in regarding to digital ID. And we are the prototype to be exploited and experimented on. And we need to get out of this experiment in Canada. We got to quit being the double blind for China. You know, so when we're looking at the whole exploitation of everybody, and again, what is being designed to be happening right now in regarding to um, your assets, your access, your um, ability to be to express 
that's all going out by the door. No, the spike is not, no. Uh, the spike protein can jump. If you're referring to the spike protein, uh, yes, it can jump. The vaccine was designed to hop. It was designed to infect you from person to person to person. I cannot understand how people have forgotten so quickly, so quickly, what happened when the uh, Pfizer and the Johnson & Johnson was given out and how so many women that got near or got exposed to other people that were injected all of a sudden started having uterine hemorrhaging. Any of you remember that? Or has, has most of you forgotten that too? You know. You know, think about that. How, why do you think that happened? You know. That's what I mean. The shedding and the hemorrhaging was a form of jumping. And then activating the endocrine system is basically self-destruct. Um, yeah, there you go. So, I mean, this is what I'm saying. People, they are affecting everyone's heads. A lot of people can't remember these things that happened a couple years back. That's what, That blows me away, too. See, they are planning now, if you go get a flu shot, the flu shot's going to have this mRNA technology. They are going to F you no matter what you take. This is why it's going to be critical that people start learning how to take care of themselves using alternatives rather than going to a doctor. Going to the doctor would be a definite death termination, death wish, you know. It's the way, it's the way it is, you know. That they are going to Shanghai you any way they can. Yeah, exactly. Don't get your pets vaxxed either. And I never understood that one either. If you've got a house cat that is declawed, chances are that cat is not even going to go outside to take a piss. It's going to be inside, you know, going into a box with a bunch of clay, pissing or pooping, and then and then you know burying it, and you have to clean the box. Same with a dog. If the dog is, is uh, new, uh, declawed and neutered, chances are they're not going to go out either. Well, that's, that's a given. They are going to put it in everything. This is about tag and bag. Okay, this is about tag and bag. Tag you with a jab, bag you with a frequency. You know, if you happen to be born with a health issue, you're bagged. If you're born with a genetic anomaly, you're bagged. If you somehow survived a genetic uh, alteration or the genetic violation from these injections, you get to live and get programmed. Yeah, we talked about that the other day. You know, think about this as well. The jabs came out, and I talked about this on the pod as well. 
The jabs came out, and they had to be kept at minus 70. Even colder than the Antarctic cold. I've been in temperatures at minus 64. Pretty close. Then they had to let these things thaw out in order to insert them into a person. If they didn't let them thaw out, if they injected that into somebody, they would have died instantly. You know, for sure. Does the job, if it's changing the behavior of the people, it'll change the behavior of your pets as well, for sure. I've had people tell me that they've given the dog uh, certain jabs and the dog had changed. If people, um, if people are changing, showing, you know, the, the lights are on, but nobody's home, it'll happen to your pets too. Yeah. So again, um, a lot of people today uh, that have gotten these jabs are doing more than changing. Well, Selma, I mean, come on, think a little bit here. If they're changing and they're being altered by a program, then all you got to do is hit the button and now you can control them. They're beyond dangerous. They're very unpredictable. The things that we're going to be dealing with are going to be on several different fronts. You know. So, if they're already controlled with an operating system, it doesn't, wouldn't take much to hit them with the right frequency and all of a sudden now you got somebody gone uh, postal. Mark in Ireland. Okay, glad to see you. The... Um, Yeah, definitely, definitely, you know, the, um, could be 5G affecting him, could be if he, just like if you let your cat out to go out and, you know, frolic with other cats and other pet owners have injected their cats with whatever, again, it can jump. They get into any kind of fighting or any kind of uh, tussling, you know, they made contact. So, yeah, it definitely can have an effect. If the 6G definitely will have an effect on them. Uh, if they're around people with mic uh, with uh, cell phones, can have an effect on them. You got to remember, these are all forms of radiation coming through the body. And if they are around, let's say they do get around uh, other people, uh, let's say you got people coming to your house. They may have been injected. They are now emitting a frequency and a radiation as well. So yeah, that could affect they could affect your pet too. So yeah, we're dealing with a technology. Well, how many of you? Now think about this for one minute. Um, I think you should be using the bucket every day for the first couple months to, uh, to get out whatever you've been building up in your system. Everyone's got this shit in them. They've had it in them for quite some time. 
you know, if you were born after the 60s, you've had over 60 plus years of this crap in you. 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000, 2010, 2000. You've had this crap in you for a while. So you may want to start making it a regular part of your regimen. Nineteen sixty-three. Aha, uh -huh. Virginia, you're showing your age. <laughs> well, I think it ain't gonna matter. I mean, you can use distilled water. Um, if you have a machine, it'll be a little cheaper for you doing it that way. Uh, but yeah, it wouldn't hurt. <laughs> Virginia. <laughs> You come from the same era. <laughs> I'm just older. <laughs> um, Florida recognizing the 84% increase in heart attacks in healthy males under 40. No longer recommending them for jabs. No children too. Uh, too little, too late. Yep, I agree. Um Yeah, good idea. Good idea. Yeah, I read that too the other day. The other, and, and they're making this doctor sound like he's a hero. Where was this fucking doctor two years and ten months ago? You know, I, this is what... Now they're all going to come out on the bandwagon with the rest of us who've been fighting this for two years and ten months. So now they're going to come out looking like heroes. To me, they're all a bunch of zeros, all of them. No guts, no balls, nothing. Uh, yeah, Fauci was, no, Fauci was retired. <laughs> he didn't retire, he was retired. Ionizers, primarily what they do is they put an ionic field or an electrically charged field around you. So that if anything comes your way, pollutants, viruses, bacteria, smoke, it has a means of dispersing, dispersing anything coming in that field. So the idea behind wearing that is when you go out, if you live in North America, I'm not sure about the rest of the world. I know... UK followed what we did here in the US and Canada. So if you're living in the UK, you've got four bioweapons that they've released. Four. And if they're bringing in the Chinese shit and the Russian shit, then you've got six wherever you are. So when you're walking out and about, you go into a grocery store, a church, a Walmart, or any place where people can assemble, and they've been jabbed, they are all shedding these peptides or these proteins or these DNA and so when they get together they form a whole new paradigm and people are being told through their DNA to manufacture whatever whatever the the uh, flavor of the day is so when you go out and about, these things are now shedding and jumping everywhere. So the idea is when you go out and if there's any kind of shedding or jumping, it hits that field and it, like I said, either breaks it down or disperses it. Now, 
Does that mean you can't get affected? No. You go to a grocery store and you buy an apple. But that apple hasn't been picked up by somebody who got jabbed. Now that person has shed those proteins on that apple. You take it home and you eat the apple. Now you also have been infected that way. So the idea here is this, is to go out and to minimize any kind of jumping or exposure uh, in regarding to potential infection. You know, that's the whole idea behind it. Uh, so you had a show with a brave woman talking about shedding being detected in the unjabbed. Well, of course. Of course, that's going to happen. That's why we de I designed the spike. This is why I showed you the surge and purge on the YouTube channel. That you're, If you don't have any protection, you're going to have to run either a high-power static charge or a high-powered spike uh, voltage through the body in order to disengage any kind of shedding. Eventually, it will infect you. If your immune system's up and strong, it will maintain and fight. But sooner or later, it can be broken down. You know, so you have to realize that your life is on the, on the table there. Um, so... Yeah, definitely. That's exactly what they did. Yeah, that. well, like I said, you're in proximity. And now people write to me all the time saying, well, I've had sex with somebody that was jabbed. I tell well, you're a moron. If you know somebody, I don't care what side of the gate you're on, you're male or female, you know, if you're a female, keep them crossed. If you're a male, keep it packed. Unless you know for certain that neither person got the jab, don't get involved. Period. Your life is worth more than a fling. So, um, nope, not growing anything. I wasn't planning on staying here and eventually we'll have. If I find some place where I'm going to be more stable, I will grow an indoor deal. I will set up something indoors and start growing it. Um, mega doses of vitamin C will boost your immune system. But you need to smarten up here. Okay, You cannot stay ignorant anymore. These are not vaccines. These are bioweapons that are programmable and adaptive. And they can shed and, and assault you on, in your immune system. So that may help boost your immune system to fight. But you need to disengage these operating systems that are assaulting your body as well. That's a program. Vitamin C is not going to shut down that program. Okay. You need to wake up to the reality of today and understand and get caught up in your understanding. You are dealing with a synthetic biology that has an operating system and a program in, uh, in, instituted in these people's DNA 
that's designed to not only take them out, but to break you down at the same time. You know. So again, I would start wearing ionizers when you go out. I would start having, uh, creating a static charge. If you're interested in a static, portable static discharging unit, contact Yanni. He builds them. Okay. He can build them and you can carry it with you. So when you go into a grocery store, you can give yourself a light zap. Or I shouldn't say a slight surge because you guys will com uh, uh, get confused with a zapper. A light surge, and when you come out, give yourself another one. When you go home, peel the external of whatever fruit you're eating. Do not eat the skins of any fruit. And please don't tell me that all the nutrition is in the skin. All the nutrition is not in the skin, and all the Assault weaponry will be in the skin between the nanotechnology from the sky the, the shedding from people the radiation that's being emitted from people Is all going to be topical and it will and some of it may permeate so you need to remove as much of the the contaminant as possible Now you can travel in public transportation if I got to go somewhere in public I will use an ionizer. I bought another one a ween Ionizer. It has a 50 foot, uh, a 50 foot um, range. Saying that's within that range is going to be either protected or neutralized. So yeah, I mean, uh, if you got to use public transportation, make sure you have an ionizer. If you need, put two on. You know. But definitely, definitely, definitely. And then again, like I said, when you get an opportunity, disengage the tech. Um. Okay, nobody has got more gallons, CO. Nobody. That's pure bullshit. All that's bullshit. I don't deal with more gallons because more gallons doesn't exist. What we're dealing is with a nanobiotech infection. That's what it is. Okay, and it doesn't get activated with 5G. It gets activated with any frequency. Any frequency that it attenuates to it will activate it. Not just 5G. That's what I'm saying. You cannot remain ignorant to today's current things any longer. And if you're still talking 5G, you're still ignorant. 5G can't even penetrate a house. Okay, 6G has been there since 1952. And the governments have been using that as a weapon since then. So if anyone's getting targeted today, they're getting targeted with a 6G assault. There you go. Well, what? Okay, Salma. Okay, let's see if we can get the brain, the brain cells functioning here a little bit, okay? Let's, let's try to get the gray matter working. What's the difference between a bus and a plane? If you gotta catch public transportation, whether you're in a subway, bus, or plane, what's the difference? See, there you go. See, oh, you assume. You know what the word assume means, right? Okay, more gallons is not nano. Nano is nano, and nano produces 
fibers and filaments to form because the nano programs the proteins. Morgallons was something they gave it a long time ago because they didn't know what it was. Not even, there is no more gallons. You can't treat more gallons. You can't fix more gallons because it doesn't exist. Okay. I use an air tamer. Yeah, those work good. Air tamers are fine. You know, I was using, um, first when I was using, I forget what it was called, but it had like a three foot range. Um, so, well, what does it matter? Four hours or four minutes? If you got your ionizer on, it's going to emit a charge all around you. So what? Where is this? Where, where is this confusion? I, this is what I'm trying to figure out. You know, time has nothing to do with it. Time has nothing to. As long as your protection is functioning and running. And you don't run out of battery, battery power, you're going to be protected. Where you may have a problem is if you eat anything on the airplane. The waitress gives you a sandwich or peanuts or whatever, and you eat that, that may have shedding on it that once you consume it will bypass your protection. Um Tony, I'm sure I'm nurse working in nursing home with mostly vax and Boosted patients. No, I refuse to take it, and I also refuse to give the vac. Give the vax. What would you suggest I take to protect myself from the shedding? An ionizer. I use an ionizer and take vitamin C, D3, and K2. Okay, D3 and K2 aren't going to do much for you. MSM, zinc, anything else? I would like to buy one of your buckets. Do you have any trouble shipping? No, no trouble shipping to us. Send me an email. Um. Any kind of iodine will help boost your immune system. Zinc chloride, copper chloride will boost your immune system. If you are wearing an ionizer, then you should be fine, uh, depending on the range. Hope If it has a three-foot range, and anything within the three-foot uh, barrier around you should, should, um, it should minimize, uh, should neutralize, uh, depending on what you, which, which one you got. Uh, I got, like I said, I just bought a wean product. It has a 50-foot range, so that's the one I'm using now. Uh, as I keep getting more and more uh, aware of the different tech, I am, again, encouraging to um, upgrade as well. Actually, a friend of mine from London, uh, she comes in here sometime, uh, Mel, she, um, she was the one who got me on to looking at the product. So, yeah, you can if you want to use quercetin, alpha-lipoic acid, um, NAC in your regimen that would be far better than using that D3 and K2. Uh, I think that's a, and those two supplements I think are well way overrated. Um, and, and especially the doses that they're telling people to take. Um, selenium, zinc, copper, potassium, uh, manganese, uh, these are the minerals that actually work with the immune system very very effectively to help fortify it and also protect your DNA. Uh, so if you want, here I'll put my email in here. In a second. Um,
send me an email and let me know where you're located so I can give you a price. Tony, they gave it the name because it couldn't change an ICD-10 code and the insurance companies would cover their, that diagnosis. Oh, is that why? See, in the beginning when I was there, uh, at the same time they were effing around with that bullshit, the, uh, they didn't know what it was. And so the researcher they had gave it the name Morgellons. And I talked to Gwen Scott at the time before she passed. And she called, She was correct in what she was calling it. She, she was calling it a pseudo-life form. And then she called it artificial life. And when she called it artificial life, the researcher that was working with her, went so far up her arse, he could count the cornflakes she ate the week before. He was wrong, and he was, and he was completely wrong. And since we we exposed the whole nano connection, you really don't hear that much from him anymore. So, anyway, yeah, good idea. Yeah, uh, who was that nurse? Give me a second. My two. Okay, my two. I'm going to call you my two cocker. <laughs> That doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> my two cocker. Okay, my two. Uh, Sherry here is also a nurse, and she can, uh, from a from a medical perspective, for you, uh, she can go into it too. She's been using the spike. She's been using the spike with a triangle combination, uh, and she you can, she has had a lot of success in pulling stuff out. So you can talk to her as well. She's more than qualified to help you as well if you need help. So, again, you can, you can check her out, too. Um, oh, oh, give me a second here. Uh, basically, just type in W-E-I-N, ionizer, in the search, and it should, yeah, there you go, W-E-I-N. And just type in the search for it. And um, I was going to be a distributor. I was going to try to be a distributor, but I... I haven't got that far, but yeah, it again. They seem to be good. I've I've been using them lately. I got uh, I'll take two of them. I got one that's a, a three foot range ionizer, and I wear the wing wherever I go. The one I leave in my truck, so that while I'm gone, it ionizes the truck, and then when I come in, because I, I have my unit on as well. I come in, and then if there's if I had brought in anything with me from the last time I was there, it uh, will neutralize it. So you know, I keep one in the truck, one on my on my body. You know, so again, I I make sure, try to make sure that um, um, oh yeah, see, I wasn't aware of that once I once we got into the nano and we saw that it was nanobiotech and nanoengineering and nanoprogramming that we were looking at, I quit even looking at that whole Morgellon agrobacterium nonsense because I realized that the nanotechnology was causing the proteins in the, in the bacteria to alter the bacteria and change it into whatever, whatever they wanted to change. So I, I quit following it. Ah, okay. See, it... It has a different connotation if I say my two cocker. You know? <laughs> it sounds funny. So that's why I said, I'm just going to call you my two. <laughs> my two. <laughs> um, let's see. 
spiking what? The nano? Na, no, 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 no. The spike is a technology I showed people how to build on my Bitchu channel. And what it is, it's an induction coil that creates a spiked voltage through the system that disengages any jumping and even the nano. And when you apply it regularly throughout the day, you find it has a carryover effect on a lot of other issues. Uh, we got one woman that had issues with her, with her vaginal um, cycle. And she started using it, and it seemed to have rectified that problem. So there are many benefits to the spike. So the idea is because you work around a lot of people who are uh, boosted and injected, this would uh, get in the system. This will get this will get inside and take it from the inside out. The spike or the nano, which is better? Better is a relative term. They both work. Um, the spike will work as, even with the disengaging, and then you can take a bath afterwards to see what you've released. Um, some people are using two, two different types of tech. Some are using the triangle and the spike, and some are using the bucket and the spike. So depending if you've got a bathtub or not. So um, in your case, like I said, I mean, you've got nanotechnology in you as well. I mean, I would probably go with the spike. Uh, but like I said, you can talk to Sherry, and she can give you a little bit more in-depth of what's, you know, what, what it is. Um, and by the way, let me let everybody know that the consults do have a fee when you're contacting all these other people. They will they may give you a pro bono. In other words, they give you a free one for the first one or however they're going to work it out. They have their own way of doing things, but there will be some kind of fee. So I'm not sure what they're charging, but ask them up front and then go from there. Okay. How you doing, Brent? Um... He, he decided he want, didn't want to do it anymore. Uh, I teach in a classroom daily. Is this place to use? I would use one. I would even probably use a um, uh, table, one on a table, uh, a base one. Uh, yeah, I definitely would be using uh, anything you can use to minimize your exposure to the technology would be a good idea. Okay, it would be a good idea. So definitely, definitely, definitely. You know, you remember, we are at war. There is a biblical passage, believe it or not, that says there's no discharge from war. Because this war has been going on for quite some time. And we just happen to be on the middle plane of it. So, um... Alrighty, thank you. Um, yeah, great, and that's a good idea. And uh, if I'm not sure if you can sleep with it on, I can't sleep with one on. I have to. I have to. Well, I'm using an ozonator. Um, well, I get when I wake up in the morning, I put an ozonator on, and it ozones the whole everything. So, um, anyway. I'm not sure what I missed something here. Okay, I don't know what it was. 
Uh, let's see what's going on. Aha. Uh -huh. Yeah, and the other thing too, I just got somebody sent me something on uh, on uh, my uh, Zoom. A lot of you have pets, right? And we were talking about this earlier. Let's say you get a bucket and you got a coiled bucket that pulses and you put a towel on top of the bucket. You may find that your pets, let's say you got a pet cat or a small dog, may hop on the bucket and when you pulse it, they'll stay there getting relief from the disengaging of the nano in their bodies as well. It's another benefit. Or the triangle. The triangle works as well, too. You know, so um, I've had people using the bucket in the triangle and they put a blanket on top and the pet will get inside or on top of it and the units are pulsing and they're finding a great deal of relief. Imagine that. Imagine that. So, again, this is for all you pet owners. You have three dogs and five cats. Okay. You may need to make several buckets. Aha. <laughs> Aha. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Yay. Oh. Look at that. Everyone. Everyone's getting on board building a spike. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> See, this is what happens when everyone starts to uh, collaborate on ideas. New ones get born. Improvements happen. People get healed. Pretty good, eh? Pretty good. All positive. All good. You know, all beneficial. Uh, well, I get a lot of questions on pets too. And, um, a friend of mine sent me something on zoom and I was looking at it. I thought I should mention it. Uh, what do you think about red light therapy in general? Good, good, bad. It's good. The infrared is the infrared will work. Infrared, what it does, it helps produce nitric oxide in the body. And the way nitric oxide works, it'll go into the system and basically blast away anything or any kind of debris. And it can disengage cancer as well. If you are going to be using that, you may want to incorporate more lysine as well because you don't want to imbalance the, the um, well, it may imp impact the arginine levels in your body. So you may want to take a little extra lysine and a little zinc with it. Uh, oh, we got something going on here. Okay, see what's going on. Colin. Okay, what's this? Okay, Tuf, Tuf, uh, okay, Tufasera, are you there? Okay. Oh, no way. Are you kidding? The EMF necklaces don't do anything. They're a waste of money. Tell your uh, daughter to get an ionizer and, and hang it up on a, something else. It doesn't do anything. Most of those units 
don't work on the uh, frequency ranges that uh, they're supposed to, or they work on the low end and you get hit with a high one, or they work on the high end and you get hit with a low one, and they just don't work, period. Your body is an antenna, you know. Um, so, well, I try, I try. Uh, it's possible. Uh, uh, it's possible. This is well because they're talking in terms of arginine. Arginine can kill cancers as well as take out cancers. This is why I'm saying you have to balance it out with a lysine, a lysine zinc combination, so that again, if it does create an imbalance in the lysine arginine ratio then the arginine won't feed it. Uh, it's a two-edged sword, just like peroxide and some other products are out there, you know. Um, the um, uh, Some things work really good, but if you take too much of anything, uh, you can wind up creating an imbalance. So um, what you try to do is you try to if you're going to utilize certain things, you utilize them, and then um, then you take a neutralizer with it. In other words, it, it, it won't allow it to create a negative effect. You know, it's just like guys when they take uh, uh, steroids. They'll take steroids, and then they'll take something that blocks the aromatization of steroids into estrogen. To minimize any possible side effect that the estrogens will cause in the body. So sometimes you have to combine things or take things in an appropriate time level to keep things balanced. Um, yeah, I, I got you. you. You called in, but I, for some reason, um, it's not, not doing anything. Is your microphone on? Please speak about laser protection glasses. Well, depending on the color spectrum, um, what they'll do, for instance, red neutralizes green. So if you've got a green laser, you want to wear a red lens. If you are shooting a blue laser, you want to wear a yellow lens. If you're shooting a yellow laser, you want to wear a blue lens. Okay, these block the spectrum of light and shield you from any... Uh, high intensity emf effect on the eyes that's pretty much it i mean if you're going to be using a, any kind of laser again read the instructions of what you're doing and what you should be using for protection what are your thoughts on ivermectin i don't have any thoughts on it it's an antibiotic so i think if you have something going on at the time you have it going on to use it for short-term interim i have no problem with it where I have a problem with is when people start taking this shit every day as a prophylactic. That is insanity. You know, that to me is pure insanity. Okay, because you're going to disrupt the genetic code in the intestinal tract and you will disrupt the uh, bacteria, bacteria in the intestinal tract. Something like that should only be used when necessary. That's it. 
And instead of using ivermectin every day, people should be using high levels of probiotics every day and should be using, like I said, specific things to boost the immune system like zinc chloride, copper chloride, GSC, iodine, vitamin C, manganese, uh, potassium, you know, myrrh, burdock root, stuff like that. That makes more sense to put things into the system that's going to actually work at protecting you, essential oils. But to use this stuff, and then when you, and if you keep using this shit, well, why is that happening? Eventually, your body gets used to it and doesn't work on you anymore. Um, well, uh, there was a video out. It came out that we all have some kind of. In, in inner lens in our eyes that emit a green hue when you hit it with a um, a black light and if you wear a mirror lens it will block the transmission of light into that lens but if you're dealing with say blue beam light and you got to wear a yellow lens to neutralize the blue we have no uh, filter in our eyes to neutralize blue None. So, um, we, like I said, we are in a war. Eventually, you know, when you look at, you know, Marvel heroes and you see Iron Man and he's got an iron armor loaded with all kinds of bells, whistles, and toys to defend him against an external attack. Well, we're going to have to come up with things of this nature eventually. But on a level where it's wearable, doable, and effective. Yeah, I wear mine when I go out shopping. I'll wear mine when I'm doing certain things on a computer. I don't wear them all the time. I wear them if I'm dealing, if I'm watching a movie, I'll wear them. You know. Uh, ionizers I've got running here. Uh, all the time as well. So, um, so we should all get blue screen protection. Yeah, if you can't block, <laughs> if you can't block the blue frequency, you have no means of blocking it or filtering it out. I, apparently, you would need to uh, get some kind of protection. You know, it's just the nature of the war. You got to remember, we were hijacked before we even knew what was going on. Yeah, I, when I go out driving at nighttime, I'm always wearing yellow lenses. And if you're wearing yellow lenses while you're driving, you can distinguish the difference between a halogen light and a blue beam light. The halogen light will emit a yellow hue. That's the light spectrum that we should be using. The blue beam light, that light will emit a green hue when you're wearing your blue lenses. Sorry, your yellow lenses. When you're wearing a yellow lens, when the blue beam hits, it filters out the blue. And what you get is a green hue. Now, if you're ever standing outside, and, and even during the day, even during the day, headlights are on all the time. 
They said the headlights were there to help us see better. Imagine that. In the middle of the day, I need a light on my car so I can see better. Or so that someone can see me better. Car's moving down the road. <laughs> if you can't see a car moving down the road, you shouldn't be driving. That's my opinion anyway. So, when you put the lenses on, even during the day, a car coming down the road, and you're looking at the headlights, either you'll see them burning a bright yellow or emitting a green hue. That green hue is a blue beam technology. And they're part of the monitoring system for monitoring traffic and people on sidewalks and whatever. What's up with the new weird purple? Those are 7G frequencies. They're designed to emit a frequency to affect brain chemistry. So that if they decide to modulate the frequency, you can find yourself fighting a riot, being involved in a riot. Or if you're very uh, agitated and aggressive because some police officer shot somebody in your neighborhood, and they turn them on, they will sedate you. You know, so that's what those are for. Um, yeah. The bright lights that you're seeing in these tunnels are what they call Li-Fi. Li-Fi are basically light frequencies that are, are again, sending programming all over the place, from light to light, or even sending programming to investigators to even um, uh, do a identification on you. So, uh, what's this here? Okay. All right. Thank you. Um, so, when we're seeing, when we're seeing what we're seeing. In these, uh, you go into the grocery store, it's the same thing. If you go into a grocery store, wear a yellow lens and look at the light. They'll all emit a green hue. You notice a lot of these stores don't have cameras anymore. They don't need them. Those lights above you are monitoring wherever you are in that store. You know. It can. It can. It's taking freeze-dried rice and mushroom powder going to cause mushrooms to grow inside of us. Yeah, it can. It can. Tell you what, do an experiment. Do an experiment. See, this is where you become innovative. Spitzy, I'm going to turn you into a scientist if it kills me. Take a little of that powder... Mix it, put it in some water, say two ounces of water, put it maybe half a teaspoon, that's all, not much. Add a little sugar to the water, dissolve it, and then check on it in a couple of days. See what happens. See what happens. You know, you might be surprised. You might be surprised. You know, we are no longer living in the good old days. You know, 
And the good old days, I got to tell you, we're not that good. We're not that good. I don't understand something here. Okay, everyone's telling me. Okay, everyone is telling me that you cannot copy a link. I just copied that link, transferred over to the URL on my laptop. Oh, maybe you guys, because you're using a cell phone, maybe that's why. Yeah, but okay, that's a red lens. And that red lens is designed to block uh, green light, a green laser. So that may not, it, it, it becomes very difficult to see. I got those lenses. Even, even if you put them on in front of a computer. Hold a second. If you put them on in front of a computer, it does such a job of blocking everything. I would have to turn all the light on green in order for me to read it. <laughs> but like I said, yeah, they, they had that effect. Well, I was wondering if these life by lights, of course they do. They interact with you. They interact with you. The moment you walk into a store, the moment you walk outside, wherever you see these type of lights, street lights, uh, store lights, whatever, they are monitoring you right off the bat. They're taking a body reading of you. Uh-huh. Uh... Well, the reason why the, the cataracts can be coming back will be have to do with diet primarily. Now, if they're eating any kind of bread, pasta, rice, cereal, oat, barley, quinoa, buckwheat, any kind of grain, any kind of rice, any kind of sugar, really, they need to eliminate that. And what they need to start utilizing is zinc, copper, taurine, enzymes, and vitamin C. And that should help clear it up. And to do it, to do those supplements every three hours. Every three hours. You know. Can you tell us again how to get rid of mushrooms inside of us? Use copper. Copper is one of the best antifungals you can use. Yeah, those are cordyceps. Okay, there are some creepy uh, videos a mushroom's growing out of the brain of insects, making them zombies. What happens is, because of the high levels of altitude where these insects thrive, whether they be as a worm or an ant or whatever, the oxygen levels become very thin in those environments. So because these animals eat a lot of sugar, the fungi inside of them starts to grow. This is where a lot of the cordyceps comes from. The cordyceps in increases the oxygen flow to the insect. The insect feeds the sugar, and eventually the fungus kills the insect. A lot of trees, you'll see the same thing. If you see a, uh, a mayatake mushroom growing on a tree or a chaga mushroom growing on a tree, that means that that tree is, needs oxygen, and mushrooms there to supply the oxygen. And at the same time, it's feeding on the cellulose of that tree, which is the sugar, to further propagate the mushroom, and eventually the um, the tree dies, and then the mushrooms actually break it down. How often should we use nano bucket per week? Thank you for everything. Every day, every day. 
a lot of you don't realize that this is not just something you're going to be doing sporadically. This is how you're going to be you're going to be doing this stuff daily. Like I said, if you were born after 1960, you are loaded to the core. We have quadrillion nanites in the atmosphere right now. Probably several quadrillion nanites in the air right now. You're breathing them in all the time. You're eating this shit all the time. You're drinking this shit all the time. Sooner or later, it will eventually overload the system. And the sooner that you can disengage and remove this volume that you've been accumulating, the better off you're going to be and the stronger your immune system is going to function. So I would, I would, you know, encourage you to do it daily. How to protect ACL. Give me a second here. Take a quick look. Oh. Well, if you're looking at protecting your cartilage, um, you may want to Start using collagen, gelatin, vitamin C, and copper and do them several times a day. Especially if you're being targeted. Where is the best place to buy copper and other things you mentioned? A lot of times the hardware store is the best place to buy it. Uh, roofing companies will sell you sheets of copper. You can go online. As long as it's 99.9, then .9, you should be fine. Uh, you know, that would be the cheapest and easiest place to get it. Um, how many times can a solution be used before it's changed? It should be changed daily because you have no idea how much shit comes out. And okay, if you go to yesterday's show. Yanni did a video, okay, Solutions for Mankind. He's got videos. I got him posted up here. I'll post them again just so you have them. Uh, in the Solutions for Mankind, he's got, um, you know, we got people that have literally um, have pulled stuff out you wouldn't believe. And if you don't change it daily, you won't know what you're pulling out. Okay. Collagen, copper, vitamin C. That's it. You know, go with that. Okay, I got the links here again. This is Johnny's page. He did a fine job. And I suggest you all watch that page. He did an excellent job of demonstrating to everybody what you have engaging, integrating, and assembling inside of each and every one of you. And, the and we have the solutions for you at, as well. So again, uh, take a look.
Tony, what are your thoughts on the daily enemy? Not a daily one. I Some of you guys get into some extremes, and I don't really understand why you think the way you do. You, know, you got to understand something. If you're doing a daily enema, you're also flushing out the healthy flora and bacteria in the, in the gut as well. And then what are you doing in regarding to restoring the probiotics that you're shooting out your arse? You know. So I, there's, there's, I mean, kefir water may not be enough. You may have to buy a full complement of probiotics if you're doing this daily. To me, that's insanity. To me, that's just total insanity. I Once a week, on a weekend, or once a month, I think there's more than adequate. But you may be doing more harm than good by removing your protective defense you have in your ass. Think about that. Flushing, 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 flushing. And how much kefir water are you drinking? Are you drinking about a gallon, two gallons? Because that's about what you would need to put back to put things back in. Just a thought. I would probably reevaluate what you're doing. You know. Yeah. Caught because he took out all the healthy bacteria out of his arsehole. So naturally, he didn't have anything left there to protect him. And what was he doing by putting coffee in his ass? He was increasing the oxidation level from the peroxos that he was releasing. So he probably created he created probably a um, he probably damaged his ass from the peroxide. So again, and peroxide is a two-edged sword, you know. You know. Ozone gas in the butt, okay? Again, understand what you're doing. Understand what you're doing. You are oxidizing your asshole, okay? Oxidation can cause damage just like anything else. Ozone has benefit, but it also has a, de a detriment. Again, how much vitamin C are you taking to neutralize the side effect of the ozone? How many, how many times a day are you taking it? That's an extreme situation there. Why are you doing this? To me, that makes absolutely no sense. You just heard the guy above here, read the guy above you here, that a naturopath died from doing coffee enemas because the coffee enemas releases high levels of, uh, of uh, peroxos or oxygen or ozone. You know, like I said, once a month, once every three months. But again, you need to now start reconsidering what you've done and you may want to start implementing things that are going to create uh, bacteria like cheese, yogurt, kefir, mishlanka, uh, any other kind of fermented dairy. You may want to go get a, a strain of probiotic. Now, if you want to put probiotics up your ass, that's fine. Because now you're reloading the ass from the bottom end. Then that will work. Will iodine help with discoloration areas in the face? Uh, only if you clarify it. Should we be mixing up mixing up the frequencies with the bucket? Or can we stay at the recommended 8 hertz? 
I the bucket is producing an electromagnetic pulse. Now I've never measured the hertz on that. I'm going by the EMP effect. So the EMP effect can be uh, can be modified by putting a magnet on the um, LL552 flasher. Then you can adjust the rate of speed that, that the EMP will hit the uh, the lower end. But I don't really get into that whole frequency thing with this. This is basically an EMP to disengage the operating system that's there so, quit, so that it stops networking and assembling so that you can dis, uh, discharge the stuff out of the body. So start using this thing as a EMP. Um, I don't know what you're smoking. Maybe you're smoking something. I don't know. Some people may look like plastic. It's possible. They are, their genetic code has been damaged and altered. So that's quite possible you're seeing something there. You know. As long as you're not drunk. <laughs> there are people that tell me things today. And a buddy of mine was showing me how he was shooting a bow. And he hit the target once out of six. And I just told him it's because he was drinking some moonshine before he started shooting. <laughs> The um, um, okay, okay. I'm not using a PMF device, I'm using buckets, I'm not using any of that stuff there. Um, the PMF, PMF device should be pulsing. The only thing I don't know about those devices is that the pulse is strong enough to disengage it. That's all I, I don't know. So, Equates has had a colonic, it went wrong. Pieces backed up into his lungs. He lost a limb, sued, and won, but his life is, in, is changed forever. Yeah. Whoever did the colonics didn't know what they were doing. That shouldn't have been, that should never have happened, you know. And even with a colonic, I know in Arizona they do this. They don't do it up here, but they do it in Arizona, and I thought that's a great idea. After they flush out your, your arsehole, and clean out your colon. Then they reforest the colon. They put back in their whole multiple strains of probiotic back inside the intestinal tract. Which I thought is a great idea because it keeps then the colon in a state of protection rather than leaving that area left on un, left unguarded for a period of time until the body is able to reproduce the bacteria. So I thought that was a good idea. Um, the, um, laser hair removal on jab people. That is a frequency. And again, I don't know if I would, I would go that with it. You may activate something. I really don't know. But when you look at the frequency range of a laser, it's in the high ranges. So it may activate something. Um, I'm not sure about the question, Waldo. I'm not following you. Similar to fecal transplantation. They use that primarily for people who have uh, certain uh, intestinal disorders because they're missing a specific strain of bacteria. And sometimes they'll transplant that into the person to uh, re-engage that back in. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. 
What do you think of the health industry always promoting getting your mammogram every year? The health industry is actually promoting that since when? I can't believe that. Um, are cosmetic facial filters made of nano? Have you read the label? Have you read the label? You know, we've done many shows on this. Explained a lot of cosmetics that women put on their faces is has is nano orientated and can bypass and enter the brain. But in order to know that for sure, you have to read the label. So I would suggest you do so. Colon okay, even a colon colon colonoscopy. Okay, it should not have done that. A colonoscopy, what it does is basically it goes into the colon and it, it's a camera so they can take a picture of the colon to see what um, where the blockages are or if there's any cancer. So uh, whoever did that didn't know what they were doing. Uh, Actually, that's a good. That's a good. Um, that's actually a very good uh, aspect you caught there, Sio. Uh, that yeah, those were nanobots, and they did assemble, and they did look like they do look like that. Sometime when you look at the when you look at the videos, look at what again what Yanni's showing you. You might you guys will be surprised. Um, yeah. Uh, if I choose to live in a cargo van, which is the best way to block the 6G net, you would need to line the inside and outside with some kind of a graphene aluminum blocker or graphene copper blocker, and then you'd have to ground it, say a 50-foot ground, and you'd have to block the windshield and windows with the stuff as well. How do we eliminate black mucoid plaque? Years of eating bad food. Well, you can go to Walmart and take out the old colon and get a new one. Or you can go on a major fast and use something like sodium thiosulfate to get that out of your system. You know, you got a choice. <laughs> um... They've been advertising in New York, Department of Health commercials pushing. Yeah, but that's not the health food industry. That's the medical industry. So, yeah, the medical industry has always been propagating that insanity for women to go get their breast crushed and then hit with uh, uh, high levels of uh, radiation to trigger a cancer in their, in their breast cavity. Make sure the fan is down by the river. That'll help. Uh, Mob, like the show. What is your opinion? What is your opinion on stevia? I don't see really any stevia products out there. All the stevia products that I see have glucose and fructose added to them. So I've had stevia from Brazil that was really good. But most of the products I've seen, even in the health food store, have some kind of sugar added to it. So I'm not sure what to tell you. 
for a sugar substitute uh, uh, solution, it's still using sugar. A guy in New City who proved that Taco Bell is healthy uh, by eating it for 30 days. Yeah, this is nothing new. The same guy uh, did that with McDonald's and it almost killed him. Um, you know, so what's this? Yeah, for sure. Uh, grow your own CV. Okay. Yeah, mammograms, they're okay. And we talked about this in one of the shows. I think we talked about it. Maybe I talked about it in my pod beam. No women should get any kind of mammogram, nor should you get a pap smear. That, to me, is insanity. You're going to lay there with your legs spread wide open when someone has a blade that's going to take a piece of you out from your vaginal area. You'll never see a man do that. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to lay it out there for you to take a piece off. That will never happen. Well, maybe. Today's men, maybe. Okay, let me rephrase that. Guys from my era would never allow anybody with a blade to come near their willy. Period. Women would spread eagle and have a blade come to their vagina so they can take a sample. That, to me, is insanity. And then having your breast smashed with about 5,000 pounds per square inch and then having a radioactive material go through your body at that point where you have now damaged arteries and blood vessels which have released the iron and copper from the body which have now been irradiated with this radiation, to me makes no sense whatsoever. So why not go get a thermography? Has anybody heard of the term thermography? You know. Yeah, that'll work. Or paint the interior, you know, with it. Paint the interior and the exterior. But make sure it's not that, um, that graphite stuff. It needs more. Because I've had a lot of people use that shit for like 300 bucks for a quart, and it doesn't do anything. Uh, go on the YouTube channel, and we show you, we got a 6G blocker video, and we show you the components that you can mix in your paint and then paint the car, inside and out. You know, and I would probably put several layers, several layers, and then make sure that's grounded. That you got a ground somehow attached, so at nighttime, if you park it somewhere, you can put it. You can throw a ground line out the out of the van, and then make sure you uh, take either a tarp or these aluminum uh, sun blockers and coat that with that material as well, so that while you're sleeping, you got that on the windows, block the side windows with this, with something similar, um, have them connected to your to the uh, parts you're painting, have a wire attached. And then have that going out to a ground. That should work. You know. Well, your genetic code is there, number one. But, I mean, it damages the person that this does. And a lot of those cancers are down in the vaginal area and in the cervix area. It's all because of these, these tests. Um... You know, nanos, graphene, ethylene, of course, they made us pay uh, for tomography out of the pockets a few gra uh, grand a pop. Is I'm not sure. I didn't think it was that expensive. Uh, where are you located that it costs that much? Uh, <coughs> yeah, I prepared. For, okay, cool. 
Cool. Do powdered enzymes or probiotics get damaged when in the blender? No. Heat will damage them. Sorry if I missed it. I think someone asked a little bit ago if dermal pillows were full of nano. Uh, I said that if you you have to read the label and make sure that the label isn't showing you metals or coloring agents. A lot of times, a lot of the makeup stuff does is nano uh, nano saturated, and when they put the shit on, it goes right into their brain. But you need to read the labels. Ohio. I can't see that costing that much in Ohio. That's crazy. You may want to take a ride up to Michigan or um, maybe Indiana or Pennsylvania. Holy cow. Gary underwent what was supposed to be a routine colon uh, colonoscopy because he was having some stomach issues. Mopin explained, I went completely wrong. Colonoscopy um, aspirated all the contents from his intestinal into his perfectly healthy lungs. Again, something's wrong there. Something is way wrong. I think they tried to take this guy out. That sounds so off. It's not even funny. What's a safe preservative to put in a lotion? It depends what you're using. Depends what you're using in your lotion. You know. Um, have a good one. Yeah, uh, you know, when you guys are asking me these questions, the question should be what's in your stuff? To determine what's the best thing to use as a preservative. Okay, and again, if you look it up a little bit, you may find that you'll find those answers pretty much on your own too. Um, you got to remember, whatever you're making, whatever you're doing, sometimes a simple refrigeration is all you need. Sometimes. Sometimes using citric acid is all you need. Sometimes using a pota potassium ascorbate is what you need. It all depends what you're making, you know. Sometimes an essential oil like rosemary and sage. Uh, again, you have to read the label. You have to read these labels. You're asking me these questions. Okay, I don't go out there and get my face filled with anything. But they do use, um, they were using, um, Oh, I forget what it was called now. It was very um, suspect what they were using because if something went wrong, it would literally wipe out their face. It was some kind of bacteria that they are putting inside the skin. I don't remember what it was. But again, it could be, it could have had some kind of nano with it too. I don't know. Like I said, you'd have to read the labels. You know, you have to read the labels. If you don't read the labels, you won't know anything. That'll give you at least an idea what's going into these things. Just a thought. Just a thought, you know. Sometimes if you don't read, you won't never know. You know, you just have to, like I said, 
take take the time to read the stuff. And if you're not sure what you're reading, look up the chemicals that you're reading. You know, look at the chemicals that you're reading. What's your view of why some women are so much more severely affected with bleeding, shedding, and some aren't? Could be a lot of reasons. Could be that one, the some are prime for that. Some have the genetics for it. Some have been targeted specifically for it. Uh, it may be just a, uh, uh, an immune response reaction to the hopping from host to host. You know, a lot of different reasons. Could be that the that the uterine lining or the endocrine system is weak or frail or ready to shut down anyway, and then this just basically puts the the axe to it. Um, and like I said, it was just it was just targeted to go in and take out whatever. You know, again, another variable there is the person's immune system whether their immune system was resistant to what was jumping. So just because it jumps doesn't mean it can take you out. It, just, it, it all depends, again, on your immune system or the defenses you have, you know. Hey, Tony, I've just bumped a few people at work whenever vaccinated. How can I detox? It's been, a week, it's been in weeks. <laughs> Fist bumped. You have to understand that the only way to get this stuff out is through a high static charge or a high voltage charge. So we showed you how to do this on the, on the BitChute channel. Type in BitChute.com. Look up Independence. Look up the Spike. Look up Surge and Purge. Because we've already covered this. Um... I've been wondering about nano-targeting. Okay. Maybe it's not your expertise, but I was just asking for your opinion, which is the best way to insulate the cargo van and to maintain heat. Same thing. Use the insulation. The insulation. Okay, I was just at uh, Lowe's the other day, and they had these big sheets. Uh, what was it? Eight by ten sheets that were graphene, graphite aluminum sheets. They're like an inch and a half thick. That would probably do more than enough to insulate, but you'd have to cover floor, ceiling, wall. You may have to enclose the back and have to maybe run a small heater in there, but that should do the job. That's what they're using for the homes, you know. Yeah, pretty much. Uh Tell me I'm a hairdresser and not vaccinated. Should I find another career to avoid vaccination and gnosis? Well, are you wearing an ionizer? You know, if you're not, maybe you should try that. But if you find that you're, uh, if all your patients are injected, maybe start another sideline for people that aren't injected. You know, just an idea. Yes. Okay, what are you, what are you yesing to? 
Well, the ionizers stop. Gra why do you think you're? Why do you think you're sharing graphene? Please explain this to me. You know, I don't know, J Jada. I don't know. I had major back surgery, 2019. They installed a plate with screws. Would this be a problem for using the spike or the triangle treatments? Uh, triangle, not so much. The spike does run a high voltage charge through the body. So it may, if the material is conductive, it may have an effect. But the triangle, you should have no problem. You have an ionizer, okay. If you have an ionizer, then, you know, are you feeling any negative while you're wearing the ionizer? Just don't eat what they eat. Don't eat off their plate. Don't kiss anybody. Don't make love to anybody. And you should be fine. Um, what does our crap tell us about our health? Uh, like the color, length of the color of the urine. I have no idea there what he's talking about. Uh, my hairdresser started working on her house and is only keeping clients that are not, yeah. I would be doing stuff like that. You know, it may take a hit initially, but I think... More and more people find that you are only catering to those people who are not jabbed. I think you're going to find your business will flow. When I got on the news here in Canada, and I started talking about the jumping, jumping from person to person, um, I had a lot of people contact me from all over the United States and Canada and email me from Europe and other places that they were, they were glad I took the stand. And I had a lot more people come to my shop because I didn't require a mask. I didn't require any injections. I didn't require nothing. And I didn't have any shit to wash, wipe their hands with. So I wasn't, and, so, and I had the health inspector come by me at least once a month. We had a complaint. I figured you'd have been here yesterday. You know, well, I got tied up yesterday. I, but you knew I was coming. Yep. Because there was nothing, you know. Have a little talk. She wrote me a fine once. I said, fine. Put it over there. Never paid it. Never even bothered with it. All illegal. So when you're looking at, you know, and you become more of a notoriety. You know, you cater to those people. It's, you're a specialist. You know, some might cry discrimination. Just say, well, fine. It's, you call it what it will, but I'm protecting my health. You're the one who took the jab. You're the one that's shedding. Some doctors have found that graphene is what is being transmitted from the vax and the causes of the art. Oh, maybe. I wouldn't trust anything these doctors are saying about anything with graphene. Most of them don't know their ass from a hole in the ground. And the ones I've seen so far talking about these, this topic, I, I've only seen one doctor, one out of all of them, that has actually stated what I've been stating for the longest time. And the only one that was correct. The rest of them are off on tangents. And you got everybody all stuck on graphene. What about the other bioweapons that are emitting from these people? What about the radiation that's emitting from these people? They're not talking about that, are they? So, you know, it, and it may not be graphene that they're emitting or shedding. Maybe an operating program that is, they're shedding from the person. That's why you're wearing an ionizer. 
So again, when you're listening to some of this shit, you really gotta pay, you really gotta uh, uh, ask some questions. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna put some stuff in here. No, I'm not gonna put the phone number though. Uh, I will put the stuff in here for Sherry again. So. Yeah, just because you read an article, seriously, give your head a shake. Give your head a shake. Okay. Validate. Don't just propagate. Okay. The graphene it may not really be shedding. And I really can't see it shedding because it would embed into a person. It's embedded into the DNA. What is shedding out of the D, out of these people are proteins. Protein may have the graphene in it. That's quite possible. But it also may have other radioactive materials in it as well. It may have other met metallic materials as well. Like I said, they got everyone focused on graphene. And none of you are looking at lipid nanoparticles. None of you are looking at black carbon, titanium dioxide, tRNA, gRNA. XNA, none of you are looking at any of that. Okay, none of you. So anytime they come along with the latest blurb or whatever, you guys are basically, you're like turkeys. They shit and you gobble because none of you take the time to really investigate. You're just following a resource or a reference that somebody threw out there and, never, and don't do much else digging. And that's where you're all making a mistake. Hey, Tony, how much is a surge uh, device in North America? If you're buying the um, Van de Graaff with the harness, it, it's, they're 400 plus shipping, plus shipping. So, uh, and where to purchase from? We, well, we sell them here, you know. Uh, Nick Christian. Uh, okay. What's his name? I don't know. There we go. Tony, you should have a Telegram. It's an app kind of like I can't get on Telegram. I got I got um, I got blocked from it and I can't try to get on there and you got to have a cell phone and I don't have one. So anyway, so I'm done with Telegram. Tony, I email email Yanni. I watched many of your videos. Fiona, the same with you. I'm dying and sending love love to all here. Okay. Uh, the Spanish researchers, Orwell City, were the first to find it in there. Yeah, but you know what, CO, like I said, you, like the rest, got sucked in to stupid. They don't even know what they're looking at. Okay, they didn't, they aren't correct on most of it. Most of it. The only thing that they recognize is the fact that there are nanoparticles in the vaccine. But they're not the first ones to do this. There are two Italian scientists three years ago that already made this discovery and got shut down. And what I've been seeing so far from this group of Spanish researchers, they're shills. They're there to create a diversion. Like I said, none of you read. You just follow the syntax 
and you don't dig much further than that. And that's where they're going to screw, continue to screw you guys because you don't dig. Uh, uh, that Again, that's not true either. Like I said, they were not the first. They have come along and seen what they are calling graphene. And there is graphene in the stuff, but it's not the only thing. And even in their research, when they were showing the graphene had networked with the cells, that wasn't true what they were saying on any level because I was pulling that stuff out of me 13 years ago. So I knew what they were saying was all bullshit. Uh, thanks, Tony, so much, love. I've been listening to you, okay, uh, four plus years. And I'm 21 now, live in Georgia. I wanted to say thanks for all the knowledge you brought to Taught me. Okay, good. Glad to hear it. The Collector 25. Alrighty. Iron Cat. It seems that many that we are speaking are such as the doctors and different uh, commentators are really, as you say, a distraction. Pretty much. Is there anyone besides yourself that is authentic? As far as I know, there's only two of us that really know Nano in North America. There was one doctor, um, what's her name? Tenny something. Uh, Tenpenny. Dr. Tenpenny. She's the only one that actually came out at the very beginning and stated that you couldn't get this stuff out. And she went into great detail about as to why. And she basically said what I had been saying for a long time about this stuff. And she validated pretty much everything I was saying and then went into deeper detail. So Pat Stewart or whatever his name is, that guy's got nothing but bullshitters coming on his show. All of them are full of shit. And they're all trying to tell everybody now that they can get this stuff out of people. Uh, so, again, and all they're doing basically is taking advantage of people who... Uh, they know they're going to die and they're just going to milk them out of their money before they go. That's all that is. Sherry Tenpenny. Yeah, she's the only one that I have heard. And again, I haven't seen much of her for about a year and a half. But she's the only one that, that hit it on the head. Mm. The rest of them have just been theater. Uh, Well, again, there's the problem with you in your research. It's one-dimensional, and you don't think. Most people don't think. You think, you think in terms of a syntax, and you read line upon line, and you watch this and you watch that, but you don't ask questions, and that's where you're getting fucked. The, the technology that they had, if you read any of the literature from Moderna or Pfizer, you would realize there had to be something far more in these injections than just graphene. But they polarized everybody to look only at the graphene. Nobody's looking at the proteins, what programming and operating systems they are and how they are programmable. They talked about that two years ago, a year and a half ago. Nobody's has mentioned that since I talked about it. Nobody's talking about the lipid nanoparticles and how they have 10 to the 50th power of operating systems inside of them and how they tell the DNA 
what to do, and that the DNA then tells the body to manufacture. Nobody talks to you about the uh, the actual operating systems are in these injections, like mRNA, tRNA, GL, gRNA, uh, PNA, XNA, LNA. You're not looking at nucleic acids on any level except what they're telling you. For a program to be as sophisticated as the one that they've inserted into these people to kill them, and to manufacture, to telling the body to manufacture proteins to block arteries or to block the brain or to shut down the heart, that's an operating system that none of you are paying attention to. So anybody that's around somebody that's shedding, if you're putting an electrical field around you, whatever is going to hit the electrical field is going to be disengaged or charged and it's going to fall away. Where you're going to have a problem is what you eat. If you're eating things that somebody has touched, that has shedded, that's where you're going to get the infection. And that's why you need to use things like the spike, the surge, or something that ha can produce, a, like I say, a high electrostatic charge or a high-powered uh, voltage release in order to disengage that operating system. And you got to start thinking, not just reading. You got to start asking the questions. Why is this working this way? What else is involved? What else did they put into this? Why is it that we've had so many variants coming from a coronavirus, which can take up to 20 or 30 years to mutate? Has anybody even thought in those terms? And every time a virus mutates, it gets weaker, not stronger. So then you have to ask yourself this question, what did they do to make this a more powerful bioweapon? You know. There you go. And what are they referring to? What's a good site to get a good quality ionizer? Well, you got Amazon. They got some pretty good ones there. Um, there's Ween. They got pretty good ones there. Do a little research, you know. That's the best thing I can tell you. All depends what you can afford, too. A lot of them will give you about a three-foot range, which is pretty good. Uh, some will give you more. Some will give you more, you know. Um, yeah, so there you go. Um, yeah. So again, you know, start, start. Okay. And again, when you're thinking in terms of being around people, okay, I just showed you that video where a buddy of mine actually tested somebody that walked into his house and measured the radiation levels that that person was emitting. So a lot of this shit that they're talking about may not be true at all. And the shedding that we're seeing is not only the, pro the operating systems, but radiation that these people are emitting, microwave radiation. Look, if you're holding a cell phone in your hand, it's emitting radiation. 
And if you're, um, and if you're around people, uh, oh shit, we gotta go. All right, I gotta call it. I didn't realize it was this late. Oh, we're gonna shut off. Just shut off. Nope. All right, uh, we're still going. I'm surprised. Okay, look, I'm gonna have to wind it down. I didn't realize it was this late. Usually, they only give me two hours and we're off. So this thing's probably gonna shut off in a minute. So anyway, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll continue. I got caught up in the in the show. Um, as I say at the last at the end of these shows, if, you know, feel free to read the Gospels. I always tell everybody go check out the Gospels, check out what Jesus has to say, and read the Book of Revelations. That's the playbook. Okay, so again, uh, check it out uh, and get what you can out of it, and follow it the best you can. All righty, to the next segment. To your health. Thanks for tuning in. Again, I didn't realize it was this late. All right, take care. <laughs>